One, two, one, two. Syphilis. Syphilis. Check, check. Yes, I hear your syphilis. Syphilis. Check, check, I check. It. it sounds amazing. Good. Check, check on the gonorrhea and the cat purr. Otis? I'm sorry. No, the I cat have... said I'm not doing it right. Yeah, well. Oh, no, he's just a mouthy son of a bitch. Because I was doing it right. I know it. My cat loves it that way. You're going to get hit. <laughs> okay. This needs to stop now. This is about to get out of hand. All right. <laughs> Otis is getting banned. Banished. The cat's like a mile away from the mic, and I can still hear it coming through everything. I've always wanted to be a baseball announcer. Back, back, back to the wall. It's out of here. Home run, George Brett. God, I think this is a much better show without Rich, Dr. Uh, <clears throat> Ferndale, to be honest with you. I think I got this under wraps. Uh, sorry, the paternity test is determined. That was a lie. Yeah, and the lie detector said that you are the father. Back to doctor. Give me the news. I got a bad case. Love you. They say that dead air is bad for like everything, but I think me singing is probably worse than dead air. Okay, welcome to That's Debatable. Hey, but you ever had a cookie? <laughs> I had like five tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I've had a fucking cookie. <laughs> we it, got, not only my favorite is when you brought out the second uh, <laughs> container. Second batch. I was like, oh shit, we now There's have. a lot more. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I had so many cookies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't, because I can handle my cookies a lot Do you know who I think? <laughs> <laughs> fucking cookie monsters. <laughs> Who was the guy in the uh, trash can? Oscar. That was Oscar the Grouch, yeah. You're Oscar the Grouch. Why am I Oscar the Grouch? I just You're a trash man. <laughs> glorified. I'm a glorified trash man. I am a tra- I am Oscar if he had a degree in chemistry. I bet he does. He's been around long enough. What a cocksucker. Yeah. Hey, you know who makes great cookies? Mrs. Claus. No, she doesn't. There's no way in hell she makes good cookies. <laughs> that- Statement number one, Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus is a great cook. That's no, she's not. Ah. That's what, oh, it's debatable. Fuck! God damn it! <laughs> Mrs. Claus is a great cook. That's debatable. <laughs> My argument is that there's no way in hell that Mrs. Claus is a good cook. Tell me why. Because that man eats nothing but other people's cookies for 48 hours a, a year straight. You wonder why I'm saying 48 hours? Because he is a smart man. He's been doing this a long time. He knows that if he uses Earth's rotation to his advantage, he can, instead of getting 24 hours a day for Christmas, he can use 48 hours and visit all the Christian children, right? So, that man does not turn down a single plate of cookies. In a recent poll that I may have conducted this morning, two out of three people 
said they left out cookies for Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. So if 66% of the Christian children in the world leave out cookies for Santa Claus and he eats those cookies, he is eating a ton of cookies in a 48-hour time frame. He needs to eat those cookies because his wife is not providing good cookies. She's not a good cook. Listen, man, 48 hours is only 48 hours within a year. How many hours are, are in a year? I don't know. 15,996. All right. That's right. Trust me. So for <laughs> for 15,942 of those so minus hours, 48 I'm pretty hours. sure that math is right. Say minus 48 hours. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> that math is right. But it's still out of my head. It's definitely not right. For all of those hours, he's not eating those cookies from the other Christians, which I think is racist that you didn't involve the other religions even though i know that they don't celebrate christmas but you're still racist so so what are you saying that he just fasts for the other 15,924 hours which is proven math that we just did in minus 20 48 hours that's proven math sure but you have no proof that he's eating her cookies there's there's no cookie look at the man look at the man I am looking at the man, and you know when I saw that he's, man in the classic 1964. No, the classic 1964 Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which is pretty much like Christmas canon at this point. Right? Claymation. The claymation, the claymation one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's everybody's favorite. It's Abominable Snowman. Notch. Abominable Snowman. Uh, Cornelius, uh, whatever the hell his name. Silver Yukon, and gold. Yukon Cornelius. Yep. Silver and gold. Yeah, all, all that stuff with the snowman. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, in that 1964 version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Not only was Santa a bit of a dick, uh, he was actually skinny. Why was he a dick? Oh, there's tons of evidence that he was a dick. Give me the dick. So, number one, uh, he yells at Donner because uh, he tried to hide Rudolph's red nose. Yeah, with the And black. Rudolph was flying. She said, I'm cute. She said, I'm cute. He starts flying, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, in the end, it comes out his, nose, his fake nose pops off, and Rudolph was, or Rudolph's nose was exposed, and... Uh, Santa Claus comes over and he's like, "Oh, I expected better." He literally shames him. Do you think that it. the rest of the reindeer considered what rain what Rudolph did, um, like black nose, like black nose <laughs> behavior? <laughs> I don't, I don't think so because this was 1964, and so it was just completely accepted. It was totally accepted. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, it's a different time as it should be. As it should be. I completely accept Rudolph for who he is today. Not only was he a bit of a dick, he was also skinny. In the movie, in one scene in there, Mrs. Claus feeds Miss, uh, Santa Claus, and he's not able to eat the food. He, she says that, have, who's actually heard of a skinny Santa? Yeah, skinny Santa. Skinny Santa. And uh, he says, oh, I can't eat right now because of the singing of these elves. That's also part of why he's a dick, but... Does he actually say singing of the elves? Yeah. Are you making that up? Yeah, this, no, he's, he says the song, this wretched song that the elves are singing. What song is the, are the elves singing? At the time? I don't remember anymore. I didn't, we gotta, rem- I didn't memorize the We have the to whole... understand what song those bitch elves are singing. It because... wasn't great. <laughs> but I've me- never once lost my appetite. Yeah, but have you ever been re- surrounded by bitch elves? Who wanted to be dentists? I mean, I've been surrounded by you. <laughs> so you're saying 
those bitch elves songs was the reason was an excuse for him to not go inside and have some stew that Miss Claus Absolutely. made up for him because she's terrible. Let me ask you this: she probably doesn't use enough salt. Listen, I, I, it doesn't matter what you. So say. the man can't eat because some people are singing. No, the, in the man background. can't eat because it's Christmas. God damn it! He's got the world on his shoulders. He's got. 48 hours to, in your math to go around the world and provide every Christian household with happiness, okay? So <laughs> what you're saying is Santa was nervous because he had to go around and give all these toys to all the little kids, right? Listen, it's the night before fucking Christmas or Christmas Eve, whatever that time period was where these bitch elves were singing their bitch-ass songs. And Santa has all the pressure on the world. He has, he has to go around and feed these Christian kids all their stupid feed, presents. Feed them their presents. <laughs> yeah. Feed them through the chimney. Okay? That's his job. He's got 48 hours to do it to get around the world. And you don't think there's a little pressure on his shoulders? You ever had pressure on you, Butch? You ever had uh, maybe a presentation to do? Maybe you had to uh, go talk about some volcano in high school that you don't know anything about, get in front of the class, and you were a little nervous? Most people in that situation are maybe going to skip a meal, maybe two, and it has nothing to do with the level of cooking that his beautiful, healthy, vibrant wife has prepared for him that night. And clearly she loves him. Clearly she's going to provide a wonderful meal through just love, if nothing else. Do you not know love, Butch? I Do you not know love, Butch? I should have stopped you 15 seconds ago because I have never skipped a meal. <laughs> Um, as you know, given the uh, geography buff that you are, the North Pole isn't actually under any kind of a landmass at all. Mm -hmm. It's literally just frozen ice up there. It's not like a South the South Pole where Antarctica is a solid mass underneath of it. So she's literally making her home for him at the North Pole, which is we're, it's pretty well agreed that he lives at the North Pole. Of course, it's a magical place. Yeah. I disagree that it's magical. Well, everyone knows it's magical. <laughs> everyone knows it's magical. That's the whole point. Anyway, so she's got a cook up there, right? You can't get electricity oh, up there. You okay. can't. Here we go. You I just debunked your whole <laughs> thing <laughs> with that magical. Magic. Yeah, of course it's magical, Butch. It's Santa Claus. It's Santa Claus. He's magical. It's a magical being. Reindeer fly. Now, you dumb fuck. It's magical. R Rudolph has a blinking nose. What do you mean it's not magic? That's that's real. They can get whatever they want. Any ingredients? Don't give me the ingredients list. I'm glad you brought up North Pole. Let me tell you something about the North Pole. He could fly you know because what the North she Pole said has? he was cute. Do you know what the North Pole has? A website. And you know what's on that website? Yeah. Mrs. Claus's cookbook. Do you want me to give you some recipes no. from that cookbook? That's not for, let that's me actually all just, made up. Let me that's actually made up. let me actually Canada just give you a whole lot of stuff. Let me give you a couple categories that are in there: cookies, breads, pies, cakes, fudge, breakfast and those. brunch. Breakfast and brunch. Apps, beverages, main dishes, side dishes, and soups. Now, I understand you're saying that this is fake, but could you make up? Could you actually make up? A main dish, and this really, this really goes to the 1,137 years of experience that this woman has, as a main dish, a crock pot, chicken paprika in the North Pole. You're not seeing that anywhere else. She's coming up with that in her own mind, and she's really putting her heart and effort into it. How Was there a Lynn's blue check mark next to this? Because I don't believe it unless there's a blue check mark next you to it. You wouldn't, you Twitter troll. Lynn's Creamy Chicken Breast Bake. How about roasted Did chicken gravy? Lynn? Is that her first name? Is it Lynn? Is roasted it Lynn chicken gravy with holiday stuffing. How about I know that you I know I can see I you just licked your lips. You I literally just licked your lips. Let's talk. How about side dishes? Corn casserole, heavenly hash. 
I mean, appetizers, sausage balls, Texas caviar, veggie bar. She's taking her experience from all around the world and bringing it to the kitchen and bringing it to the dinner room. There's no, Fine. there's no chance that she's not a good cook. But Fine, I would those actually, cookbooks exist. And I you would know what actually, if I could, if I just could, in this day and age, I would actually um, like to bring something to your attention, which I'm sure you never even thought about. There's, there's no doubt in my mind, uh, as a strong of woman that she has to be to support a man of Santa Claus's stature over so many years that all she does is cook. Okay? Yeah. She is a woman of many strengths. Let me give you a couple. She is the keeper of the list. Example. 1878. Lil in Santa Claus Land out of Boston and other stories by Ellis Towns, Sophie May, and Ella Farnham. Uh-huh. If you would, grant me, let me just read an excerpt. There was a lady sitting in a golden desk writing a large book. And Santa Claus was looking through a great telescope at everyone and while he stopped and put his ear to a large speaking tube. Presently, he said to the lady, put down a good mark for Sarah Buttermilk. I see she is trying to conquer her quick temper. Two bads for Isaac Clappertongue. He'll drive his mother to the insane asylum yet. Do you know who that woman was on the other large speaking tube? Other side of the large speaking tube? Mrs. Claus. Keeper of the list. Also, she is an architect. Do you know who designed the kitchen in the North Pole? Mrs. Claus. Not some piece of shit man who mansplained her way into the kitchen. No, E.C. Gardner, who wrote a Hickory Black Log in 1887, Good House and Keeping magazine. Mrs. Claude proceeds to tell Gardner the main ideal of the modern kitchen should go as follows. I'm giving you far too much time on All I'm saying, Butch, is I think it's a little misogynistic of you to bring this subject to the table, thinking that she's only a good cook when she is many more things than just a cook cook. But I'm pretty fact, sure I said she wasn't even good at fact, cooking. In fact, she is a good cook. She's not a good cook. She's it's also not terrific. Her fault, though. She's also terrific at many. It's not things. her fault. I don't She's know not if you can hear that, but that's the time. Because of that fishy odor that you get at the North Pole, being right at sea level. Listen, I, I, it doesn't matter what you say. So the man can't eat because some people are singing No, the, in the man background? can't eat because it's Christmas, goddammit. He's got the world on his shoulders. He's got 48 hours, to, in your math, to go around the world and provide every Christian household with happiness, okay? Because the Muslims and the Jews are lesser people in your mind because... Because you're a Nazi fascist. <laughs> Santa is a Nazi. That should have been the title of the fucking story. Santa is a Nazi. Hell, Santa. <laughs> he was a white supremacist being around the winter in the North Pole and all that. <laughs>
And now, a dramatic reading. The Old Man in the Sea. He was an old man who fished alone in a skiff in the Gulf Stream, and he had gone 84 days now without taking a fish. In the first 40 days, a boy had been with him, but after 40 days without a fish, the boy's parents had told him that the old man was now definitely and finally Saleo, which is the worst form of the unlucky. And the boy had gone in at their orders in an, another boat, which caught three good fish the first week. It made the boy sad to see the old man come in each day with his skiff empty, and he always went down to help him carry either the coiled lines or the gaff, and the harpoon and the sail that was furled around the mast. The sail was patched with flour sacks and furled. It looked like the flag of permanent defeat.